Welcome to the Masterful Coach Podcast with Molly Claire. If you're a coach who's ready to impact more lives, make more money, and create a life you love, you're in exactly the right place. Get the support you deserve as a female entrepreneur, master your coaching skills, grow your ideal business, and to honor your priorities in your personal life. Are you in? Let's get started with your host, best-selling author and master life and business coach, Molly Claire. Hey coach, it is an honor to introduce you to Lindsay Pullman today. You're going to love this interview for so many reasons, partly because Lindsay's authenticity and the love and care that she feels for people is so evident. And not only does Lindsay know her stuff when it comes to trauma and helping coaches become trauma-informed, helping all walks of life become trauma-informed, not only does she know her stuff, but she really sees it as a mission for her to spread this understanding. And I personally have worked with Lindsay. I did her trauma-informed program as a coach so that I could better serve my own clients. And Lindsay has also been an integral part of my personal healing. And I'm so thankful to know her and just really grateful that she was willing to come and speak to all of you here today. Before we get started, if you have not yet registered, do not miss next week's live webinar. Listen, coaches, I have been getting ready for you for this fall. I have taken more bike rides, had more walks, more downtime in the last couple of months than in a very long time. And I just am so fired up to help you be effective in your coaching, feel confident in your program, and just bring your work into the world. So next Monday, we're talking about how to really create a killer program that creates results. Creating curriculum and programs has been something, of course, since I did that I've done since the beginning of my career nine years ago, and also really intensely worked with over the last seven years with coaches and with also doing contract work with it. And I just, I'm really excited to bring this to you on this webinar. All right, coaches, get ready for the amazing Lindsay Pullman. All right, coaches, I'm so excited to have Lindsay Pullman here with you today. Lindsay is a healer. She is just has such a brilliant way of coaching and such unique gifts. And I just can't wait for this conversation. So hello, Lindsay. Hi. Why am I already crying as I hear you say that? Aww. <laughs> That's such a sweet thing to say. Thank you so much. Well, you know, it's funny because I, I want to have you share, you know, what you do and why you love it and all of that. But the way you and I got connected is you were promoting for your advanced certification in relationship trauma and trauma awareness, trauma informed. I can't remember exactly the the name or whatever, but I kept seeing it and I was like, this is not good timing for me. Like this is, this is not the plan as to where I'm going to spend money right now. This is not something I have time for and I'm going to do this <laughs> because I just, like I kept seeing it and I'm like, something was calling me to it. And as it has unfolded, I have realized why it has been so perfect for me. So you just are such a, you and the work you do has such an important place 
for me, not only in my life, but in my work and what I offer to my clients. So thank you again for being here to share what you do with everyone. Of course. Yeah. So honored and thrilled to be here. Always. Yeah. Okay. So what do you do, Lindsay? Tell everyone, who are you? What do you do? Who am I? Well, where do I, how much time do you have, Molly? No. <laughs> um, so I, I am a life coach. Right now I train coaches to become trauma-informed. And so I have an advanced certification that Molly was just referring to. And then I have a life coach certification starting this fall for people who aren't coaches yet that want these trauma-informed skills, these advanced skills, but need like the mindset base as well. Because I was having clients, yeah. past clients kind of go find a certification and then come back to me. And so, but before yeah. that, and this might help people understand why I do the work that I do. Before doing that, I was a betrayal trauma coach and I was my own avatar supporting women whose husbands looked at porn. And I felt like from the get-go, I always felt like I coached differently. And, you know, as a less experienced coach, I just thought, well, it makes sense that, that I coach differently. And by differently, I mean, like, definitely have like a deep, foundation and emphasis on safety and empowerment and making sure our body's still safe and like leaning into our intuition. And it always felt a little bit different than a lot of the coaches that I was coaching or, you know, people that I was around. And I just thought, oh, it's because I'm supporting women who have been in betrayal trauma and experienced that. So Mm -hmm. that's why. And then over time, which I'm sure that you understand where I'm going with this over Mm -hmm. time, what I started seeing is like, oh, this isn't just for women who specifically fit this little paradigm or fit within this container, like right, everyone is carrying trauma. A lot of people have experienced a lot of this stuff to similar degrees. Like I was just seeing parallels with every single niche with different coaches that I coached. And yes, from that point, I just realized like how essential it is for coaches to, to understand and have enough awareness of the human body so that we can support our clients and support yes. in in our own healing from a really Mm -hmm. loving, open, curious, calm, natural, organic Mm -hmm. way versus like Mm -hmm. using a thought work, thought work, thought work to override our bodies. And so, yes. And, you know, I would just say, I love it because it's (laughs) this work, like when you can help people soothe and calm their nervous system, you know, using a top down or bottom up approach that gives us access to our soul and, and our intuitive mm-hmm. calls and our creativity. Yeah. So then we can like live more, like feel safe enough to live mm-hmm. from that space versus mm-hmm. something else. Yes. I I love all of that so much because I have trained coaches for six of the years that I've had my business. And I've seen how challenging it can be for new coaches when they're learning just a like the cognitive model where it really is the top down, which is super valuable, right? And I actually am a am a big believer that it's valuable to really learn that method very well and very clean. Mm-hmm. But when I would have coaches that would kind of say like, almost wanting to really expand that and really take into account some of the things you're really talking about, some of the more, the nuances, some of the softening of places to really create a safe space for that. I have kind of learned over time how to, I guess, how to make space for that. Because I think it is true that when people are becoming a new coach, they 
although you didn't say this actually, but sometimes they think, oh, I'm, I'm coaching different. I'm coaching wrong. I just need to be better at like coaching that way. But yeah. it's actually not true because I think everyone's gifts and, and some of their intuitive gifts and abilities really come through. And that's really what, what it was for you is that you had this, I don't know what I'll call it, kind of this knowing about how important that safety was mm-hmm. and that there was so much more to it than, than the cognitive. Yeah. And it's, and it's like, we can use the cognitive stuff to support safety, but sometimes yes. we also need to like dial into the safety to, to even unlock the cognitive, right? Yeah. And it's different for everybody. And, and just recognizing too, that like this work to me is so much about helping people develop and live into this idea that we're all our own modalities, right? When we can support coaches or support clients in a way that helps them lean into that and feel safe enough. Yeah. It's when magic happens because for some people, they do lean more heavily into that cognitive thought yes. style and they need that, that linearity long enough to feel safe enough to go in. And for others, it's, it's different. Right. And so just mm-hmm. being aware that it can be different can help us all support humanity because if we're yeah. all different, right. Yes. Yes. You know, and and I love that you were pointing out that you thought it was just because of this, you know, the niche that you were working with. And yeah. I mean, how true is that? Because I I coach women in their businesses, mm-hmm. right? Like, oh, well, that's certainly not a place where you want to hold this safe space for trauma, but a hundred percent it is. Oh, most yeah. of the work I do, like we do strategy and we do cognitive work, but most of our time is really spent like connecting with self because come on, like talk about a big deal and a scary thing, building a business. And it brings up so many big things. And I think if we don't realize that we need to have safety in that, that we're, I mean, we're missing the boat. And I think people end up to your point, kind of trying to override the nervous system or just frustrated that they're not, you know, moving forward faster because they have some, some, emotions and a nervous system that need to be attended to. Yeah, for sure. And it just makes so much sense, right? When you're starting a business and choosing to live from this somewhat unseen space in your life, maybe seen in your community, whatever, but from being relatively unseen to this very seen place. Yes. So much stuff. And just due to like our own socialization, but also if you look back just a couple centuries, women who were killed for living from their intuition. Right. And so mm-hmm. it just makes sense that like doing big things as a human can bring up a lot of stuff. And so if you can find a business coach like Molly, that sees that and can support you in that it's, it's really important. And that's why no matter mm-hmm. what niche you're in our body, it knows when to bring stuff up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's right. Sometimes we wish it wouldn't, but it does. I love what you brought up, Lindsay, because, you know, I don't think a lot of people realize how much like trauma can be inherited and how also, right, our our DNA, like those experiences of, you know, our ancestors, they're still with us. And so ways that that women were, you know, mistreated or diminished or like silenced we still have some of that in us. Yeah. Yeah. Like it can last for like seven generations. Yeah. Yeah. You know, those, what is it? The Jane Austen movies where 
women are getting married just because they don't want to be a burden to their parents and things like that, because they know they can't work. Like that was just, that was pretty recent. Not that long ago. And yeah. So I want to pause here because those of you listening, as you are building your business and you are struggling in many ways, feeling stuck, feeling frozen, wishing that you could just change your thoughts, wishing that you, you know, weren't so bad at doing this thing called building a business, because if you're having big emotions, you must not be willing to just like push through or get over it, right? All of this is very normal. Building a business and believing that you can make money being seen, believing that you can succeed in ways that we've been really socialized to believe that we can't, it's a big deal. What you're experiencing is normal and it doesn't mean that you can't overcome all of it and do exactly what you want with your business and your life. Uh, This is like my PSA to all of you listening. (laughs) So I like chills just as I think about it because your desire is there, everyone, because it's possible. Yes. Desires are because it's possible. And, and my approach too with healing from trauma is really like, it's very forward facing where we, why not go for the life that we want in whatever way and just trust that our body knows when to bring up what at certain times. And so I wouldn't be surprised if that's why you see it as someone who supports business owners, right? Because they're Mm -hmm. moving towards something that they want. Yeah. Of course it's going to, Brings that yeah, up. of course it brings it up. I want to ask you this question, and I don't know if this is the right word to use, but you can answer it in any way that seems authentic because a lot of you definitely are, are trauma aware, right? You work with healing and you do a lot of intuitive work. I would consider you very much like part of what you do is being an intuitive coach. Would you agree with that? Does that word land for you? Yeah, like, of course. Yeah, yeah. So how do you see that intuitive work blending with the cognitive work Uh or what is that? What does that even look like? Yeah. You know, I, the reason I love the intuitive side so much, Molly, is because it expands the cognitive work. 100%. So if we only rely on cognition component and what is rational and linear and that we can analyze, it's, it's actually pretty limiting. We end up a lot of times staying out of our bodies and Mm. kind of being more externally focused, externally aware, seeing how other people are doing things and analyzing, analyzing. When I think for me personally, I think like our creative power lies deep within ourselves. And so when we can do blend the cognitive and the nervous system Mm -hmm. work in such a way that we have that clear access to our intuition, that's where like, so much can just be or unlocked naturally organically mm-hmm. with ease. That's where I feel like manifest, like the manifestation. If you guys hear people talk about manifestation, mm-hmm. you're like, what? I don't get it. Like I tried. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of that can come when we're living aligned or attuned or even just connected to our intuition. Mm-hmm. It's to me, it's more, it provides for like, a life that's more expansive than we have the capacity to dream up in this moment. Mm-hmm. And then as we keep leaning on that intuition, every time we make a decision that's kind of in that space or aligned, not that we have to do it perfectly. And, and I'll tell you, like, there are plenty of times where I, you know, you, you get a call from your intuition and you can also kind of have it be like a not yet and still be connected. Right. So it's mm. not like this little 
boss on the inside that we have. (laughs) But every time we do shift or pivot, as we listen to these parts, it just, the possibilities to me just kind of keep compounding and magnifying and they're endless, really. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to speak to that a little bit. And I mean, some of this is just my experience. So maybe this won't be everyone's. But, you know, as Lindsay was talking, I think it can sometimes sound really good, right? To like go inside and lean on that intuition and have that ease and kind of it's like this beautiful unlocking. And yet I know I can say for me that it has felt very foreign. And I think a lot of people listening, because we are so trained to just go to cognitive, be logical, which isn't a bad thing again, right? But I think that it's like, I'm going to speak out of both sides of my mouth on this because I know for me, the more that I started leaning into like listening to my body and paying attention to that with a lot of the work that I've done, of course, with uh, Melanie, who's been on the podcast and so much of the work, Lindsay, that you and I have done where that's where you always tell me to go. And it's so, it's been so foreign to me. So I just want to point out to all of you that even though this sounds nice, it might also seem very foreign and uncomfortable. But what I've noticed, Lindsay, and I'm curious to know if you see this, if if you get this feedback from your clients as well, that the more like you and I have spent the time helping me to go there and uh, I don't even, I don't even know how to explain go there other than to my body, right? that there actually is more of a safety and a certainty and a grounding in the decisions and clarity that come from my intuition. Does that make sense? Like, it's almost like, okay, this is really scary. Like, okay, how can I rely on like my feelings or my intuition? Like, can I really trust me? Right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's a scary thing at first and it seems safer to be very logical and think through everything and kind of ignore what we're feeling. Mm -hmm. But yet, you know, the more we've moved to tapping into that, I feel more safe and clear in my decisions and there's not as much doubt. Yeah. This makes sense. Hopefully we haven't lost the audience. They're like, what are you guys talking about? (laughs) Stay with us. (laughs) Like I'm guessing like 85% of the people are listening are like, yes, 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 yes. This happens to me too. And and it makes sense, right? Because from birth, like I, my, my opinion or belief is that we come to this earth connected to our intuition and to our intuitive Mm -hmm. selves. But from birth, if you've grown up, you know, in Western culture, Western society, it's likely that a lot of that has just been like systemically, systematically kind of stripped from you, that connection mm-hmm. to self. They say around age four mm-hmm. or five, that's where mm-hmm. even if not younger, kids are starting to pay more attention out here than in here, right? Yes, so, yes. So I like to think of it, it, it can feel foreign and it can feel scary. And I like to think of like the natural flow of it to be more of a returning than like a figure out how to develop out this little muscle Mm. here, right? And so I like Mm. to kind of have that returning energy, like we're just coming back, but it's so paramount. And and I think it, it, it's so natural for me to support my clients as they do this, no matter what their niche is, is because what I realized with my betrayal trauma clients is that that, that I used to coach. And I guess I still, I I still have a little program that I do for them, but what I realized 
very early on is like, if we can get them to keep returning to themselves, returning inward Mm -hmm. and leaning there, then whether they're being lied to or not, their body knows, like Mm -hmm. knows it can pick up on what they need, no matter what, like the external world is presenting. And so we can, of course, take into account information that comes in. I mean, our body for us, Uh, but then again, just making sure we know how to tease out the, the stuff that isn't serving our sustainability or, or life purpose versus like what our intuition and our Mm -hmm. body already knows. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I want to, so those of you listening, I want to just offer up, this is something that works for me. And maybe Lindsay could add something to this as well, because I think Lindsay, you brought up a great point about everyone, like different modalities, like for different people, even at different times, right. All that kind of stuff. But if you're listening and you're like, okay, well, this sounds really great, like a returning to me, how do I do this kind of thing? I can just say for me that when I put my hands like on my chest and I just, it's almost like I close my eyes and it's just this moment of reconnecting with me. And it feels like it settles all the sort of the, the like moving emotions or whatever. It like settles them and I'm able to have some clarity. I think that can be one way that people listening that are like, well, this sounds really great, but I don't even know where to begin can be one option. Do you have anything to add to that, Lindsay? Yeah. I mean, just uh, like there's lots, so many different ways, but another thing you could just kind of do is again, kind of do what Molly was doing. Sometimes closing your eyes helps because like 80% of our sensory Mm -hmm. experience comes through our eyeballs. So sometimes closing our eyes can be helpful, but but if that doesn't feel safe to you, you don't need to do it. But also mm-hmm. sometimes I'll just ask like, what do you know? Right. Like mm-hmm. he's telling me this, she's telling me this, this is happening, this happening. He just did this, this just happened. Mm-hmm. And it's like, mm-hmm. what do you know? What do you know? And just like ask that mm-hmm. kind of to yourself repetitively. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that can really help you kind of just dial into what you know. And And sometimes even before that, it's like, how can I, how can you get to safety? Right. Mm-hmm. And, and Molly, like Molly was just offering that idea, kind of that self-soothing technique of like putting, you know, like one hand on your chest, one hand on your belly and really like taking care of yourself. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So really just soothing yourself. If you think about the way that you would soothe your child or a niece or a nephew, like so much of that is it's given so freely to children <laughs> and hopefully. I right. Hope, exactly. <laughs> like, I think we generally think that. And so again, it's like, how can I offer those simple connecting restorative, yeah. um, like things to myself? Yeah. Yeah. Right? So yeah. And rocking and, and, you know, yeah. like a kid who needs to go up, be up in a tree by themselves for a half hour after mm-hmm. like, when, mm-hmm. how can you make sure that you're finding safety for mm-hmm. yourself? Too? Yeah. And the other thing I want to offer up to all of you listening, as you know, when, when Lindsay was talking about how that, that self-connection and being, you know, really with that intuitive part of you, that it allows you to not really be thinking as much about everyone else and everything going on around you. And I think this is such a good point because I think as especially cognitive focused coaches, we can really kind of beat this dead horse of like, get out of everyone else's head and you can't change what's going on around you can only change you. And it's almost like we, we can kind of 
tell ourselves how stupid it is that we're thinking about everyone else and trying to control everyone else. So stop trying to control everyone. But guess what? That's not really helpful, right? It's kind of like, okay, well, why are we trying to control everyone or everything or in the business of everyone else? It's because we're trying to feel safe. And so if you've ever, any of you have ever found yourself, not that I would ever be focused on everyone or everything around me, never. not myself, never. never. never happened to me. <laughs> Except like all the time when I'm like, Lindsay, let's have a session. And I'm, you know, I'm doing that. But what I want to say to you is obviously we're all doing that sometimes, right? Obviously we are. And I and what I want to offer you is try this instead. When you notice yourself potentially seeing that you're in everyone else's business or you're focusing on what everyone else is doing and you want to make sure that you're paying attention to what you, you know, have a say in, which is you, instead of trying to, you know, beat yourself into submission, just connect with yourself. What do I like what Lindsay was saying? What do I know or what do I need or what's going on for me? And I think that can be such a powerful way to shift that paradigm for us. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I had a client asking me a week or two ago, like, okay, Lindsay, when was your turning point like in your business? And I was like, or when was your turning point? And I was like, I mean, personal life, like, what does she mean anyway? But she was kind of asking a little bit more about my business, even though I feel like there's so much overlap, but things really shifted for me when I really just decided to stop paying attention to what everybody else was doing and do things Mm -hmm. my way. And I remember even like when I, when I started talking about my advanced certification, you know, with respect to the circles I was in, no Mm -hmm. one was talking about how essential it is to be trauma informed. So Mm. I felt like, like I would say within about six months, it was like everywhere, but I felt like the only person at that mm. time, the first time I launched. Right. And so, yeah, but it was just one of those things where it was like, I, I had, I'd had the idea from the time I went through life coach school. Like I, I, I already, it had been on my vision board, but it mm. wasn't until I just really practiced redirecting because for me, like I did so much learning and internalizing as a child through watching. Mm. Like there was less teaching happening in my home. And so for me, yeah, I, that's how I was learning. Right. And so that did feel safe. And it was like very survivally for me to do to a certain point. And so, and I would yeah. say, even when I first started my business, there was more of that happening just because that was kind of a natural way that what had been modeled to me. And, and also like what's not just what had been modeled to me, but also what had been like conditioned into me. Because again, mm-hmm being externally focused is a way to keep us out of our power center. And so um, mm-hmm. finally, like using the cognitive work and the mindset work to redirect, using the mindset and the cognitive work to know when I needed to like self-soothe, but so that I could actually listen to my intuition and, and, and follow those calls and feel safe enough while following those calls. Yeah, yeah. I love it. I don't want to say like, I live this magical life with no more fear. Like that's not the Mm -hmm. case at all. Like I'm still a human, but I think things can be so much more flowy and not like robotic when we're living from Mm -hmm. that place. If Mm -hmm. that's what you're looking for, not everybody's looking for that. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I know that in, in my work with you, I feel more of a, like more deeply settled than I ever have in my life. I mean, honestly, 
it's, I mean, what a gift, right? Like what a gift. We try so hard to be grounded and to be settled. And again, not that I'm always in this like calm, you know, which I don't even think is the goal, right? To just be like calm all the time. But it's a deep peace and settling, which is really amazing. So I do think that this work matters and it, it does change your quality of life when you feel that way. Yeah. And I think it yeah. really supports us in protracting positive emotions as well. Yeah. So when we can like move through the, you know, emotions that maybe aren't as pleasant, um, yeah. like the, learning the ability to access that and move through those can really help us access those ones that we all dream of having, you know, experience joy and ecstasy from a settled place mm-hmm. versus like, experiencing joy and being like, oh, it's going to pass. When's it going to pass? When's the shoe going to drop, right? It's a little bit different. Yes. Yeah. Such a good point. Okay. So I want to wrap up here. And and then of course you have, we'll have all the information about Lindsay in the show notes, but in a minute, I'm going to have Lindsay share where you can find her. And of course, any last words of wisdom. But one last thing I wanted to ask you before we do that is, I know I've heard recently from you talking about really how everybody really could benefit from being trauma-informed, not just coaches, but everybody, because it is everywhere. And just tell us a little bit about that, about Mm -hmm. your stance on that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my vision, and I know it sounds bold, but why not have a nice big, bold vision? But my vision is, it really is for every human to be Mm trauma-informed. And I'm going to get emotional again. Mm -hmm. But when I imagine a world where everyone is trauma-informed, I see Mm -hmm. systems of oppression dissolving. I see abuse victims reaching out to their families and and being supported. I see so many, so many problems ending if we just understood the human body and how things worked and behaviors and things like that. And I think so much more healing would be happening in families. And I think there'd be just so much less confusion around things that actually are divisive that people say aren't divisive and things like that. And mm. so, yeah, I just, I just see like countries being run differently. I like it's, yeah, I just see like a new world and I, and I really do feel Molly and, and maybe, I don't know, you have to tell me what you think, but I really do feel like our world is on the cusp of some real evolution. And, and I mm-hmm. think, being trauma informed, like collectively, people mm-hmm. are ready for it and people need it. Mm-hmm. And I think as a coach, I want to make sure that we're matching what the world is in need of. And, mm. and, you know, some people even say like that, you know, because we do kind of collectively evolve as time goes on. And, mm-hmm. and it just there were times, there have been so many times in the world where it's just been living in survival, like generally people have mm-hmm. been more in that space, but we're, elevating the space of consciousness where I do think people are ready to look at skeletons in the closet and, and have support in that instead of having skeletons in the closet thrown on them and not having support. And so, yeah, Yeah. I think the world is ready for it. And Mm -hmm. I want to help as many coaches become trauma-informed to be able to support the people that are ready for it. And I really just do see it as like healing the world. Yeah. Yeah. So beautiful. I mean, and I think it's true. It brings greater understanding for each of us, for ourselves, right? Why we do what we do or why we feel what we feel. 
understanding of others. And and I agree, it is fascinating how collectively we kind of evolve. And I think that the world is ready. I think there've been a lot, just so many significant changes just over the last few years. Yeah. And I just, like the more people that we can support and being trauma-informed, the more we can really teach people the techniques of soothing the nervous system and supporting the nervous system so that we can live from our intuition, which is like, again, like when we talk about evolution, like (laughs) our ideas, our creativity, like that's all coming from that same part of our body. And so, um, Mm -hmm. and that's another reason why I feel like it's so important and paramount because I think we have all the answers that we need to shift Mm -hmm. the direction of like where, you know, some people say the earth is going. I don't, I'm not actually concerned as much about that as other people, because I feel like we all have the answers. And so the more people we can get leaning into their ideas, trusting their ideas, trusting themselves, the more I just see everything Mm -hmm. happening that a lot of people want to see. I love it. (laughs) All right, Lindsay, any final words before you share, uh, you know, where people can find you? Any advice, any... I mean, that pretty much summed it up. You just like dropped this beautiful thing, but I I don't want to skip over giving you a few moments for last words. Yeah, no, I mean, I think the, and we did, we touched on this earlier, but any desire that you have is there because it's mm-hmm. possible. If there's yes. something that you're wanting in your life, like you are worthy of that. It's there because it's possible. And there's no, there doesn't need to be a morality code tied to something that you want. You can want something because you want it. And mm-hmm. and it is very likely in, if it's aligned with, you know, with yourself and with your body and whatever reason, like it probably will, my opinion is that it, it will support the collective when you're honoring mm. yourself and your needs and your wants that mm. does support society. And so mm-hmm. it's not selfish to act on the things that you want because you bettering yourself is bettering society. Mm. I love it. All right, Lindsay, where can everyone find you? Uh, yeah, you can find me at lindsaypullmancoaching.com. It's P-O-E-L-M-A-N. And I have a few certification programs that I run there and a few little online programs that I run there as well that I'm just really excited about. And they're all trauma-informed programs. So whether you're a coach that wants to become trauma-informed or you want to become a coach, but also with trauma-informed mindset support, or if you're have some other healing to do with respect to like my other programs, like that's going to come through in every program. So yeah. Yeah. Perfect. All right. Thank you so much for your time, Lindsay. It's been so great to talk with you. Yes. Ditto. And thank Thank you for all the work that you're doing too, for all the people that you support so much good. I know is happening over there in your business because I hear it from, from people that I work with and I just, I love the work that you're doing. Thank you. I love it. I love my client. We love our clients, don't we? We love the people, all the people. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Masterful Coach Podcast. Are you ready to build your amazing business with Molly as your coach? Check out www.mollyclaire.com to find out about Masterful Coach Foundations and the 10K Accelerator Method. It's the ultimate support for you as a coach building your ideal life and business.